0: Hello, I'm Robert Washburn, and welcome to Consider This Northumberland, a current affairs program dedicated to the issues facing our community. We talk to the people on the front lines and those behind the scenes who make a difference in your life in Northumberland County. So I'm asking you, the listener, to take some time out of your busy day to consider this. Millions of dollars are being spent by the provincial and federal governments to keep small businesses afloat during the pandemic. For larger enterprises, support to sustain them or even help them grow has not always been available. The people behind Economic Development for Northumberland County launched a new initiative recently to address this gap. It is called the Faster Forward Summit Program. As you will hear, it is aimed at bigger businesses, those with more than $250,000 in revenue annually. The program provides unique services and support to help those companies develop. It hopes to make them more sustainable, retain jobs, and contribute more to the local economy. These are not the usual businesses we tend to think about when we imagine the county's economy. Most people tend to focus on small retail and services businesses, not the bigger ones that may need some guidance. You will hear the unusual challenges and successes they experience. I'm so pleased to have with me today, Rob Day, Manager for Economic Development for Northumberland County. Welcome to Consider
1: This. Thank you, Robert. Looking forward to chatting with you and your listeners. We've watched as the
0: provincial and federal governments have provided millions of dollars to support small business during COVID-19, and we have seen the county economic development take on a number of initiatives to support local businesses, but there's something new that was just announced called the Faster
1: Forward Summit program. Rob, can you explain what this is? Yeah, my pleasure. Uh, you know, first, I'd just like to acknowledge uh, the significant challenge that COVID-19 has placed on our local business and, and our community. And um, just want to say we're all hoping that better times are on the horizon for all of us. Yes, the uh, Summit program is a program specifically designed for businesses that are larger in scope, ones that uh, have employees and have um, a, a minimum annual sales of 250000 it's it's a membership-based uh, program which will enable the participants to uh, share in a safe environment more uh, I guess interactions between each of the owners and and really what the content will be is more about the challenges the opportunities best. Tr- practices and between them being able to share their experiences so we're really excited about this program it's a first of a kind for us to be able to provide this this type of program for this this uh, this this size of business but also um, we are going to mix in uh, regularly into the uh, the monthly meetings um, ask the experts so we can bring in some specific um, um, expertise that uh, may be helpful it could be professionals like lawyers or accountants Uh, we also have some section of the meeting that talks about, and I guess gives them an outline of all the opportunities that are available for them at any given time. And these could be funding, they could be other programs within the community. Uh, They could be as simple as, you know, what student placement uh, opportunities are available. And also, we, we plan on a regular basis to include our partners that uh, within our community that also support uh, business development to be part of these, uh, these meetings and, and uh, so that our, our participants know all options available to them.
0: Why is it significant? Like, what is this program doing that other existing programs don't already do?
1: Yeah. Well, first of all, I think it's important to note that um, you know you mentioned it that there's there's been some great response by both levels of uh, the federal and provincial government on as far as assisting businesses and you know in this this in these difficult times. Um, there's also a number of great programs locally, whether they're through other uh, economic development uh, uh, groups within the county, chambers, etc. But this program really is really targeted at I would say. When you think of our demographic, the size of our businesses locally, it's it's sort of larger in scope than what what um, some of our other programs serve. So the business and entrepreneurship center, for example, serves um, you know businesses that are you know, in one of three stages. They're they're really thinking. They're entrepreneurs thinking about starting a business. They've started and that's sort of we define that as really in their first year or two and then the the third sort of category is those more experienced businesses and looking to expand so this program really is is a fills a nice sort of a, a need within that sort of higher end business that that really is at a point where they are growing and they have the potential to grow but what they may be missing are just little pieces of of knowledge that they can get from other business owners so this facilitates that business to business Uh, exchange really effectively. It's interesting
0: when you talk about it, because I guess listeners may be really familiar with retail and service businesses and the the smaller and medium-sized businesses that most of us would have, natural interactions with but you sound like you're talking about these larger businesses which people may not be aware can can you give us some idea of the scope or the number of businesses in Northumberland that are of this size and maybe give us a couple of examples so that we know what you're really talking about
1: yeah so of course you know it's, it's always sometimes difficult to, to get the exact number of businesses that exist within Northumberland um, but and and of course you know Depending on the size and scope, if they're if they're an entrepreneur that's um, a sole proprietor working from home, we sometimes don't have that information. But essentially, we know that um, you know our, our the prosperity of Northumberland really depends heavily on on our small businesses. Uh, most people are employed by small businesses, and and I guess, you know, there's two different sort of definitions of small business. But when when we talk about Northumberland, we we like to use, uh, you know, micro small businesses are those those entities that you know have 25 or less employees. Of course, the medium and large businesses are are another story. So so we're really targeting those ones to really um, give them a chance to move forward because. Most jobs uh, created by small business um, come from those, those businesses that are at a, have a sound foundation, have really identified their target market and their customer base, but they're just missing sometimes just little pieces of information or knowledge to be able to move forward. So um, these businesses in this program, they can be service businesses. Uh, some of them are, are related to healthcare. Uh, some are retail. So we have we have a real mix of different types of businesses. It's
0: really interesting because I would think of large businesses of camco and uh, uh, others like that. Um, do, can you can you name a couple of others that might fall into this category as well, just so that people have a clear idea?
1: Yeah. I mean, like when you, when you speak about chemical and those larger, you know, those, we call those are large businesses, obviously. So, you know, they, they wouldn't really fit into this, but you know, we have a uh, landscaping company in this. We have a company that um, actually does um, sales and service for large commercial chimneys really across the region. We have a number of other, you know, um, entities that supply products, uh, we have some tourism-related businesses in this, so yeah, a real mix of different uh, different uh, businesses.
0: How does this contribute to business sustainability? Things like retention and job growth. How does this program do that?
1: Yeah, well, we're we're a firm believer that um, you know, if if a business has established themselves, they're operating, uh, they have a sound foundation. That these are the businesses that have the best chance to to, to, um, to sustain themselves. So you know it's it's in our it's all it's in our best interest as a community to support these ones the best we can because they have a better chance of surviving and they are the ones uh, in most cases that are going to create jobs in our community. So we want to provide these uh, business owners with with all the the opportunities that we can. And um, before we actually looked at creating this program, we surveyed business owners that were, you know, sort of the size and scope we were thinking about. And we made sure that what we were proposing was something they need and wanted. You know, of course, we don't want to create programs and services that, that aren't going to be effective or efficient. So, so we, we took our time, surveyed businesses, we actually had this program ready to launch a number of months ago, but we thought just with COVID and, you know, a lot of businesses were, really in a survival mode and it really wasn't the time to talk about uh, you know as we move forward but we believe it is now.
0: Is this unique to Northumberland or is this a template that is used by other similar business support agencies uh, across the province?
1: Yeah I'd say that you know that there, there are similar type things out there I mean you know there's also private sector type mastermind groups that kind of bring business owners together so that they can talk amongst uh, you know, the sort of things that really affect them. I think we've added, um, you know, we've in, we included some coaching into our program as well that I may not have mentioned. So I think we've, we've taken sort of some, some models of what, what works We've listened to the business owners in our community, uh, what they want included in this program. So the answer is yes. It's a mix. Uh, it's not um, created uh, off one specific program in another community. I think I'd like to just say that it's u- uniquely Northumberland, based on you know what our what our businesses said they needed. Now, is there a cost involved? Yeah, there's a minor cost. Um, now, what the actual the, the neat thing about this program is the the, the yearly fee of $199 uh, will go towards supporting um, a young entrepreneur in one of our other programs. So we wanted it to be, uh, um, I guess, an uh, a small charge so that there's an investment by the business owner, an annual fee, but um, all that money that's, well, that money that's collected on those fees will be turned over as a in, into a grant for a, for a young entrepreneur. So that's kind of exciting.
0: The Faster Forward Business Success and Coaching Program that's been around for a while, can you tell us how the two programs, do they tie together or not?
1: Yeah, they really do tie together. The So the Faster Forward Business Success Program, Originally launched more than 10 years ago, here is a formal business coaching program. So again, that was established for existing businesses. And um, what it does is we have a we have a group of volunteers uh, that are either retired or existing business owners. And that, when businesses join the faster forward uh, coaching component of that, they then have access to these different coaches. Uh, and uh, based on whatever the subject matter is that these business owners need at a given time, so we don't attach one uh, coach to one business and and sort of wish them good luck. How it works is business owners in that program identify needs at any given time, subject matter that they might need. And then we attach a coach for a short-term period to kind of help them navigate or move forward with with that. So an example might be that, uh, you know, uh, an existing business might be looking at um, some marketing activities, they need to look at what they've been doing, they need to plan some stuff for the future. So they can, if they're in the program, they could access uh, coaches that have that background within our within our team, and they would sit with them and help them, um, you know, talk about ideas, ways they can move forward. So, so the summit program is kind of a natural evolution from the the formal coaching part because the the, the faster forward program the coaching component is targeted at businesses that are you know within a year uh, they don't have to have the the same amount of um, annual sales as the, as the um, summit program so the summit program really was established because businesses that are at a larger scale a larger scope have different, say, challenges than, you know, newer businesses who may just be entrepreneurs working, you know, with by themselves in their business. So we, we really wanted uh, those the businesses in the Summit program to be able to speak the language, language, sorry, to talk about common things, you know, related to employees or or supply chain or, or marketing at that level. So the two programs really do address sort of the needs of, of an existing business at a smaller scale. And then, of course, you know, I've outlined the Summit program as far as a larger business.
0: Can you share with us an anecdote of a company who has used either of the Faster Forward programs?
1: Yeah, it's been really amazing. Um, You know, I got to say the coaching program over the last 10 years has really been one of our most impactful programs as far as results. The the businesses in the the, um, Faster Forward coaching side have a retention rate of around 87%. And, uh, and I think you and most of your listeners would know that um, you know small businesses, really the, the average survival rate is between 50 and 70%. So it's been very effective to, to uh, be in this program, as far as you know that information that you receive, so it's it's been again um, it's motivating for me to work with these business owners in this program and hear the feedback that we get, to to hear them saying stuff like you know I can't believe that I have access to you know a group of, of volunteers in this program that have over five hundred years of business experience is invaluable. We've had uh, people in the program say that you know without the program and the expertise that that they got from it that they wouldn't be in business anymore. So you know we we collect those testimonials because we really it really shows you know the value that this program brings to, brings to our community.
0: How about in the context of the pandemic? How significant has the, have the faster forward programs been within the context of the pandemic?
1: Yeah, the pandemic, you know, it's changed everything just for all of us, including, you know, the way we try to support businesses. It's, we've really seen, you know, a huge shift on supporting existing businesses. Normally, the the business and entrepreneurship center would, would see about half of our clients being those people that are in the idea stage of starting a business or starting and then the other half being existing businesses. We've seen a 300% increase in the number of of businesses that are existing um, accessing us in the last year. So so really we've seen our role as uh, really about, you know, supporting individual owners on a one-on-one basis and listening to their needs. And helping them navigate the different opportunities that are out there. And that could be, you know, the other governments, the other community-based opportunities. So it's, it's really changed sort of the way we, we've done things. So, so I'd say that the coaching and all that has carried on, but we've seen a lot more one-on-one interactions with our staff, supporting, mentoring, and you know what, even providing some motivation and, you know, we're here, we're here helping them as people, not only as business owners.
0: How does this fit into the larger economic development picture?
1: Well, um, as you're aware, you know, I mentioned a little bit already, but you know, small business is such a key part of our of our community um we know that uh, you know as i mentioned the majority of, of our people who work locally or working for a small business it, it is one of the key engines of our prosperity in northumberland so we have to do everything possible to to you know help these businesses start we need to support them we need to help them grow and how we do that is with with our programs and services that we provide from a county perspective but as important are the other programs that are provided within, within the county by other service providers that really, you know, when you look at the collective amount of, of, of support out there, it's, it's really quite good.
0: Do you have any sense of how many businesses in Northumberland uh, have been shut down or how many jobs have been lost or even how many startups have taken place during the pandemic?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think the statistics are out there, you know, it's as far as, you know, businesses lost. Um, again, you know, in, in, in sectors like tourism where, you know, many businesses have had just to shut down, whether they've shut down full time or, or for good, you know, the amount of employees that have been laid off in the tourism sector are, are significant. Um, I think it's been interesting though. I mean, when we think about the negativity and the, and the, 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 you know, the bad things that are happening, uh, on, on business relating to covid there are some there are some interesting things happening we're seeing newer businesses evolve that are you know, uh, we're, the, we're seeing businesses adapt and change. And I guess a great example of that would be is, you know, when you think of restaurants and not be, when, you know, when, when there's lockdowns, not being able to have people come into the restaurants, we've seen a lot of them adapt to being able to do takeout and curbside. And so, you know, they, we, we we see the entrepreneurial spirit of, of owners as they, as they adapt to try to, to move forward, you know, during these challenging times. I think it's, it's it, you know, I think what we're going to see is, in the next little while, you know, we hope that we're going to get ahead of this COVID thing. And I think we're going to see a lot of those businesses that may have shut down part time or, or, or you know, been challenged. I think they're going to be ready to really, you know, move forward and grow and expand. And hopefully our whole economy will just bounce right back.
0: There's been a lot of resources, both monetary and other, given to business to move them into a more sophisticated online e-commerce approach. Can you paint us a picture of the trajectory of these changes locally?
1: Yeah, I mean, let's face it. Um, uh, one of the key challenges for, for business is is moving, enhancing their digital footprint. So what I mean by that is, you know, what we define that as is, is making sure that their website is, is uh, as good as it can be making sure that if they can, they have e-commerce, e-commerce platforms, they can sell online. And then of course, the whole social media um, program for for their business needs to be strong more than ever. You know, COVID has, has really placed the consumer more so on online and and looking and looking for business. They need businesses, they need, you know, through the internet. So that needs to be strong. So uh, right away in May, last May, we, One of the things that was recognized in Northumberland that was a key uh, focus for for business was to enhance that and that business owners were saying, I really need to do more in this area. But uh, in a lot of cases, they they didn't know how to proceed. So um, we we launched a program, uh, Digital Northumberland, um, which included um, our component of it was called Digital Footprint, which um, allowed businesses to apply to a program which then once accepted, we, uh, from from our end, would do an assessment of their website and their social media. They received a, a written report, and then they were able to go out and actually use a subsidy of up to $2,500 to make those changes they needed to make. So it was a very successful program. 55 businesses completed the program. Uh, we were able to give out subsidies of over $128,000, which was amazing. And we were able to track that out of all that money, about $134,000 was used by Northumberland businesses to engage with service providers to get the work done. So that could be website people or graphic design people or social media people. I also like to mention that uh, within the communities, a number of municipalities and and DBIAs uh, ran a digital Main Street program, which was funded by both uh, federal and provincial governments. And that was very successful as well. That also provided similar resources for businesses that were located in downtown uh, geographic areas.
0: How big or small a pivot has this been, this digital change?
1: Well, I mean, I personally, I think it's, it's a huge one. I mean, I think if you're, if you're planning to be a successful business, you are going to need to adopt and, and um, digital, and you're going to need to uh, be very good at it. I mean, this is a, it's good, you know, the people are competing online for a client, a client's attention, a client, you know, a client. Uh, they want a client to come towards their 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 business. and you know they want to they want to interact with them. They want to market to them and they want to sell to them. So I think it's a huge component moving forward. All businesses are going to need to to really look closely at what they're doing. Um, the good news is it looks like um, we're going to be reintroducing the digital footprint program uh, later in early summer. so we will it looks like we will have some more resources available to help more businesses. So we're very excited about that.
0: Will you, we see this as being a constant in the way that local businesses operate, or do you think it will fade away as we move forward and as things open up?
1: No, I think it's going to, it's here to stay. I think, you know, it, it's, a, it's a challenging subject when you think about, you know, the whole marketing online and sales online, but I think. Once people move over to adopting it and getting used to it and getting familiar with it, I think a lot of people are going to realize that it's not only a tool to reach your clientele, they could be mostly local or not, but, you know, in some cases, it's a tool to reach anybody out there uh, in the rest of Canada or anybody in the world. So I think people once they start adopting this more so they're going to see the returns they're going to see the value in this so i see this you know when you think about COVID and all its negativity it has helped push our businesses towards that whole you know digital uh, adoption so i think that's one positive thing if i could term it that way
0: how would you describe the state of the local economy from your perspective as someone who is trying to drive entrepreneurship and help small and medium-sized businesses
1: Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, there's a few words that come to mind. I think, you know, when we think about small business, everything's kind of disrupted right now. You have lockdowns, you have supply chain issues, you have, you know, businesses having to pivot and do different things. So disruptive is a good word. I think another key challenge for a lot of businesses is just the whole financial side of this. You know, their sales have plummeted. Uh, They could be in sectors like tourism, which really have been shut down for a year. So finance is definitely our our, our key challenge right now. But I also believe that, um, you know, I remember back, I've been doing this long enough. I remember back after the 09 recession that, you know, we had so many businesses that closed and, you know, Uh, different reasons but the same effect you know we lost a lot of businesses we a lot of people out of work but you know when that ended and then and things started to turn around we we then suddenly saw a huge increase in people wanting to start new businesses and they had new ideas and you know there's innovative ideas so I have a I have a strong feeling that you know when we get ahead of this COVID thing and let's hope it's the fall or even before if possible but I think we're going to see a lot of people that may be on the sidelines right now looking to to reinvent themselves they don't identified opportunities they're gonna they're gonna you know they're gonna be ready to move forward so we the, you know our challenge is we're gonna have to be ready to, to assist them
0: the county created an economic task force uh, about a year or so ago and it delivered a report um on a number of objectives being set out how has your particular aspect of this worked and have you been able to meet the goals of that task force
1: Yeah, well, maybe, you know, there was just going thinking I think there were six key recommendations a few of them were related to what was happening back last May as you mentioned it's a year ago now so they were to do with PPE and supply chain so they you know customer confidence so those ones kind of took care of themselves but the two top ones which are still you know key issues for us in Northumberland are are the broadband deficits and um, the county and uh, our partners we've been really working hard at developing a plan to to really look at um, increasing broadband throughout the county. So there is a, there is a, a pretty uh, substantial plan af- afoot um, that's well on its way. and I think that um, some good news hopefully is going to come out of that, um, out of that initiative. And the second one we just talked about a little bit was really this helping, Small, medium, small businesses transition to online and digital enhancements and stuff. So uh, the two digital enhancement programs I talked about the digital Main Street and the digital footprint, I think really have helped uh, move, you know, probably more than 100 businesses, you know, further in in a a short period of time than than we would have if, uh, you know, COVID wasn't here. I mean, I think it's also important to note that there are, when we think about the digital enhancements, there are other programs within our community, the other service providers and some of our partners also had, you know, other educational type things to help business owners, you know, learn more about the digital challenges. So, so all in all, I think, you know, it's the broadband in general, we need, we need better uh, connectivity throughout our County, not only for economic, reasons and small business we need it for really just about everything we do you know we think about education and you know the challenges right now that um you know families are having trying to connect to get their their kids online so so that is you know that is a a key challenge for us moving forward if we want to continue to grow the prosperity in northumberland
0: what has been the impact of the lockdowns especially the most recent one on local businesses what are the issues and challenges uh, that you're seeing or hearing from entrepreneurs whom you talk to
1: yeah I mean it's you know I think part of it is again it's you know I just keep going back to the word disruption story (laughs) but you know it's things change the lockdown there's a lockdown then there's not then there's rules so so that's very difficult when you're trying to react to you know having you know your clientele disappear or you're you know you're not able to actually operate the way you were so I mean aside from from those challenges and then I think everybody's tried to do a good job to try to support businesses the best we can. It continues to be the financial challenges. So, you know, lost revenues um, you know, we're looking at, we've, we've, in some cases they've, they've eliminated Employees. So, you know, what's that going to look like when you when you start to rebound and you need employees? It, it all seems to come back to the financial challenges. And and I guess you know the, certainly there's been some great uh, initiatives to support businesses from 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 the Ontario government and federal government. But it, it you know it continues to be a challenge to for individual owners to to adapt and to change. And you know we've really had to. I think everybody's really had to think quickly on their feet about how do I. How do I adapt to continue to have sales and, and you know, how do I reduce my expenses during this, this, these challenging times? So the finance issue has certainly been, you know, probably the key challenge for, for all business.
0: If you had the ear of the premier, what would you ask him to do to help small and medium sized businesses in Northumberland?
1: Well, I, I think you know. In general, I think they've done a good job. I mean, I, I mean, I think the first thing when it, when we look at trying to help anybody, whether it's business owner, is listening to what the needs are. And I, you know, I, I, I I'm happy that some of the programs that were introduced. Um, you know, there was opportunity for the government to to consult with business owners to find out what they needed, and then you know they've really even pivoted when things have changed and programs maybe need to change a little bit, or there's been, you know, different challenges. And you know, you could think about, you know, childcare issues for employers and all sorts of things. So I think if I would I would just say to to all partners out there that. You know, we, this thing keeps changing and evolving and, you know, the challenges of, of what's happening today are not the same as maybe two weeks from now. So I, I just think that flexibility, listening to our business owners and being able to offer um, things that they need and want that are going to help them, I think, moving forward, I think every that's in everybody's best interest.
0: What does the Business and Entrepreneurship Centre in Northumberland have on the horizon? What should we be looking for in the near future?
1: Yeah, well, like I mentioned, we, you know, we certainly experienced a huge wave of, of, of new entrepreneurs after the the recession in 09. So we're already planning for the fall of, of how we are going to, you know, from a, from a, manpower perspective and our program perspective, you know, deal with that, that influx of, of new startups. Um, so I guess an example that would be, you know, what specific programs are we going to, are we going to, uh, you know, implement, we have flexibility to have different startup programs which which could have little micro grants to them. So we're, we're really looking, looking at that. Um, we also, you know, we, we really, we realize that the the digital thing, I know I keep coming back to this, but it's so important moving forward. So we're going to need to continue to have uh, more, I guess, options as far as supporting the development of digital for these businesses. So, you know, the 55 businesses we helped uh, in the last six or eight months, you know, it looks like we're going to have that program return. But I kind of see this as ongoing with this whole digital thing where, you know, new technologies are going to come forward. We're going to continue, if our businesses want to compete, they are going to have to be uh, good at at, uh, the digital challenges.
0: Rob Day, I want to thank you so much for talking to me today.
1: It's been my pleasure, and uh, thanks very much, and uh, happy to do it any time in the future. All the best to you and your listeners.
0: That was my interview with Rob Day, Manager of Economic Development for Northumberland County. I want to thank my guests this week for talking to me, and I want to thank all the listeners for tuning in today.